Hello, this is Baby Boomer Tales. My name is Homer, and I'll be your host with the most today. Jim is off this week. He went on vacation. I think he said something about Branson. How can you go on vacation if you are retired? You take a vacation from retirement, and that's where Ernie out? Golly. Now, he says he's not retired, and that he has a business and a podcast, but you can't fool me. We have a big show today, but first, I want to tell you a little joke. Jim said, if Katie says it's okay, then I can do it. Right, Katie? Say hi. Hi, guys. Okay, well... She's my sunshine and a traffic cop all rolled into one. Well, here goes. What's the difference between a hippopotamus? What's the difference between a hippo and a zippo? One is really heavy and the other's a little lighter. <laughs> anyway, did you get it? A little lighter. <laughs> uh, anyway, oh yeah, keep moving on. Keep moving on. They're telling me keep moving on, so I'm going to keep moving on here. You can find Baby Boomer Tales at babyboomertales.com. It's pretty cool. I looked at it, and there's Jim, but they don't have a picture of me exactly. Anyway, uh, where was I? Oh. See, this is 2021, and they try to keep me back in 1978 when my episodes come out. It's always usually 1978. I was younger then, that's a fact. Okay, so, first thing we're going to do, if Katie will put the tape in, we're going to have a little episode about marbles. What? Oh, no tape. It's an MP3. Whatever the heck that is. I like those cassette tapes. You know what I mean? You put it in, in the box and you hit that arrow and it plays. Pretty easy. I can't even pronounce MP3. Okay, whatever. Let's listen to this thing about marbles. When I was a kid in grade school, one of the things we did at recess and lunchtime is we played marbles. We go out to the east side of the school building, and it's kind of sandy and not so much gravel, sand and dirt there. You draw a big old circle in the sand, big circle, probably a yard across. Then you empty your marble bag and all your marbles come out and you find your shooter everybody throw a couple marbles in the center of it then you take turns shooting if you can knock that marble out of the circle you own that marble i used to have some pretty good marbles i really liked the cat's eyes the cat's eye was a clear marble and in the center of it was a strike of color and almost looked the shape of a cat's eye henceforth the name cat's eye. You could get them in blue and green and red. 
You could also get a form of a cat's eye with a white marble. It really wasn't a true cat's eye. I had an agate shooter. It's a little bit bigger than a regular marble and it pulled a lot of weight. I remember old Larry Pugh had a steely, which was a big old ball bearing apparently, for his shooter. If he could get it out there, if it could hit a marble, it had so much weight behind it, it might hit it out. We'd play marbles on our hands and knees all recess. Then we'd have to pick everything up, put it in our marble bags, go in for class. Then lunch came and we'd run back out there, throw a couple marbles in the middle of the ring and go at her again for 15, 20 minutes. A bunch of us used to always play that. It was a lot of fun. I'd take them home and play marbles with my brothers on the carpet. We'd put a string in the shape of a circle. And man, when you shot then, marble wouldn't stop because it was sand or dirt. It'd just keep rolling. It's a whole different game than the one we played at school. But at school, it was blood and guts and playing for keeps. At home, if I shot my brother's marbles out of the ring, mom would make me give them their marbles back. So I much preferred to play the marbles there at school. I really don't know what happened to my marbles. I have a couple that really weren't familiar when I came across them. They're in my desk drawer in my office here. I have no earthly idea what happened to my agate. It really was one of those prized possessions I kept for years and years. I think I may have given it to some little kid, probably before I started having grandchildren. But it's gone, but I can remember exactly what it looked like. Brown with black, kind of stripes and swirls. It really was a piece of agate that was all smoothed out, shined up. A prized marble, that's for sure. Well, it's too bad I lost my marbles, just like that guy in the movie Hook. Ooh, doggies! He lost his marbles! Well, Jim, if you're listening to this down there in Branson, Missouri, I know that you just dancing to that bluegrass stuff and getting a little Ozarky, Ozarky, Ozarky. Yeah, we come back. I hope you're wearing shoes. Now, it's my great privilege to do the top 10 55 years ago. That is the top 10 songs this week in 1966. I had to promise Katie that I would do this good. So here goes. Number 10, Reach Out, I'll Be There. The four tops. Number nine, wouldn't that be nice? The Beach Boys. Number eight, Tears. Question mark and the Mysterians. Number seven, Black is Black, Los Provos. Number six, Beauty is Only Skin Deep, The Temptations. Ooh, this is a lot of work. Katie, you know this is a lot of work? Yes, 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 dear, I'll keep going. Okay, number five, Bus Stop, The Hollies. Remember that song? I remember that song. Number four, Yellow Submarine, The Beatles. Number three, Sunshine Superman, Donovan. 
Number two, and this is by the Supremes. I always like those three women. They're out there singing. You Can't Hurry Love. And the number one song this week in 1966, which was 55 years ago, back when we were all younger, maybe you weren't even a twinkle in your mama's eye, I don't know. Cherish by the Association. Hey, Jerry, you think we're going to catch any fish today? We've been out here for an hour. I haven't even gotten a nibble. Well, Homer, I don't know. The way I look at it, fishing's not just about catching fish. It's about relaxing. It's about hanging out with my good buddy. It's about maybe catching a little nap. It's about so many more things than fish. But you know what? If we catch some fish, that'll just be a bonus. You betcha it'd be a bonus. I like to catch them and take them home and kind of sweet talk Katie into cleaning them and frying them. And then Kitty and me and Katie can sit down and have us a big old meal. And maybe Pop will come back from Mrs. Dumas's house and I'll even feed him a fish or two. Goodness knows, he tells me I owe him a few. Oh man, the way that Katie can cook a fish is like nobody's business. You think any car's gonna come over this bridge we're sitting on, Jerry? Haven't seen one yet, Homer. You know, I've been sitting on this bridge before when a car comes over and everything kind of shakes and rattles. All these wood planks and stuff, it kind of, you know, vibrates your behind. Homer, what do you mean? Well, you know, Jerry, you're sitting here and here come bumba 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 bumba. And you're sitting there kind of bouncing up and down. Wow. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh, false alarm. I think something hit my line, Jerry. You know, I think I'm going to invent a new kind of lure. And it's going to have a little battery and a little motor in it. And you toss that sucker out there and it'll just go back and forth and kind of swim around and stuff. That way, I can kind of take a little nap and not have to worry about reeling it in and acting like I'm a, a bug or a frog or something. And so the fish will kind of hit it even though I'm asleep. Well, Homer, that sounds like a good thing to invent. How are you going to keep it lightweight enough? With a little battery, Jerry. They have those little bitty batteries. Little bitty batteries. They don't have to be a car battery, you know. Or even a battery for your smoke alarm. Just a little bitty battery and it would make my lure. I bet I'd get rich selling those fishing lures that move around on their own. You might have a point there, Homer. We've only been out here an hour and a half. I'm feeling a little groggy. I'm glad we're kind of in the shade. Isn't that right, Homer? Homer? Homer! Homer, wake up! Come on, Homer! What? What? Jerry? Oh, yeah. We're fishing. Well, okay. Woo, I think I've got one. Yeah, I've got one. Hold on to him, Jerry! Hold on to him! Ooh, here! He's a big one! Homer? Homer? Help me stand up, Homer. Man! Jerry, what are you doing? I'm reeling them in. Well, Jerry, you can't do it like that. You got to do it with your reel. 
Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, back and forth. Easy does it. Don't let him break the law. Back and forth. Where's the net, home? Where's the net? I got the net. I got the net, Jerry. I'll get him. Oh, hold on. Hold on. Oh, no. I fell in the water. I fell in the water, Jerry. Where's the net, Homer? Where's the net? Jerry, I don't know. I don't know where the next is. Oh, no. He got away. Homer, that fish had to weigh 10 pounds. I bet I weigh more than that soaking wet, Jerry. <laughs> Isn't that right, Sparky? <coughs> well, I hope you had fun at Kate's General Store there. I remember that time. That old buddy of mine, Jerry, liked to fish. He really did. You know, I taught him how to fish. And I think he always was grateful for that. And he taught me how to play golf. And you know what? I still play golf. In fact, if I wasn't filling in for old Jim today, I might be out there on the links doing that anyway. You know, I don't understand why they call that links like a big old wild cat. But whatever. Things are named things I never know why in the first place. I guess it's not my reason to figure it out. Jim will be back next week. And I hope he's all rested up. And I hope he's not singing all them bluegrass songs for you because he can't sing worth a lick. I want to thank Katie for helping me out. I want to thank Jim for allowing me to do this. It really is a privilege to be able to sit in his place and put on one of these podcasts. You know, I even know how to listen to a podcast, so I'm not only recording one, I'll go home tonight and I might listen to one. Yes, sirree. Well, let me see. What else am I supposed to cover? Oh, kindness. I am supposed to cover kindness because that's what they do here. So let me say this. I found in my life that being kind to someone is much better than ignoring them or being mean to them or dismissing them without any reason or any of that stuff. Go the extra mile. You'll be awful happy that that's what you did. So, Jim will be back next Wednesday. And I know he always says something about peace or love or some of that. But I'll say, keep that golf ball right in front of you. And don't try to reel in your fish too quickly. This is Homer Cates wishing you all the best this week.